Peter married and had children Paul did not marry. The Bible shows us this. One time when I lived in Lubbock and was building a house there, my contractor, who is Catholic, came over to my house to do some work, and I had cooked spaghetti. And so I said, would you like some spaghetti? And he said, well, yes, I would. So he sat down at the table to eat, and we began talking, and somehow the subject came up of ministers marrying. And I said, well, Peter was married, and he almost dropped his fork. He was so shocked. He said, Peter was married? And I said, yes, he had a wife and children. The Bible shows us that. As I talked to him, he just kind of began to slide down in the booth like he was going to go under the table. He was so shocked. I said, well, here, I'll show you. And I went and got a Bible, and I said, now, Peter had a mother-in-law, because in Matthew chapter 8, we read, And when Jesus was come into Peter's house, he saw his wife's mother laid and sick of a fever. And he touched her hand, and the fever left her, and she arose and ministered unto them. And I said to my contractor, also we know Peter had multiple children because Peter said he was an elder in the church. And my contractor began to slide further under the counter. I mean, he just slid down in the chair. And I read to him First Peter chapter 5. Peter says, The elders which are among you I exhort, who am also an elder and a witness of the sufferings of Christ and also a partaker of the glory that shall be revealed. A requirement for an elder or bishop, I mean, it's the same office in the Bible. The requirement is stated in two places, one of which is Titus chapter 1, concerning an elder and bishop, or bishop, same office. Verse 4, to Titus, mine own son, after the common faith, grace, mercy, and peace from God the Father and the Lord Jesus Christ our Savior. For this cause left I thee in Crete, that thou shouldst set in order the things that are wanting, and ordain elders in every city as I appointed thee. If any be blameless, the husband of one wife, having faithful children, not accused of riot or unruly, for a bishop must be blameless as the steward of God, not self-willed, not soon angry, not given to wine, no striker, not given to filthy lucre. But a lover of hospitality, a lover of good men, sober, just, holy, temperate, holding fast the faithful word as he hath been taught, that he may be 
able by sound doctrine to both exhort and to convince the gainsayers. So in two places of scripture in the Bible, we read the same thing. An elder must be married and he must have truly children. In one place in the Bible, it says if you don't know how to rule your own household, how would you rule over the church of God? So these are the requirements from God through the Holy Bible New Testament concerning elders, bishops. And Peter said that he was an elder. And we know he had a mother-in-law, and the elder part shows us he had children. Well, I didn't know what Tom was so shocked about over Peter being married and having children. I was talking with Pam Paget, who was raised Catholic, and she was just burst out laughing. And she said, Joan, the Catholic Church considers Peter to be the founder of the Catholic Church. (laughs) And here the Catholics don't let their ministers marry. The thing the Catholics did by adding that rule was set up a haven for homosexuals and child abusers, which we have heard about for decades in many Catholic churches, in many parts of nations. Concerning homosexuals, this is what God says in the Bible concerning homosexuals. Romans chapter 1, starting at verse 21. Because that when they knew God, They glorified him not as God, neither were thankful, but became vain in their imaginations, and their foolish heart was darkened. Professing themselves to be wise, they became fools, and changed the glory of the uncorruptible God into an image made like to corruptible man and to birds and four-footed beasts and creeping things. Verse 24, Wherefore God also gave them up to uncleanness through the lust of their own hearts to dishonor their own bodies between themselves, who changed the truth of God into a lie and worshipped and served the creature more than the creator, who is blessed forever. Verse 26, For this cause God gave them up unto vile affections, for even their women did change the natural use into that which is against nature. And likewise also the men leaving the natural use of the woman burned in their lust toward one another, men with men working that which is unseemly and receiving in themselves that recompense of their error which was meat. Verse 27, 
And even as they did not like to retain God in their knowledge, God gave them over to a reprobate mind to do those things which are not convenient. It is not my opinion, but it is God's opinion that we just read. We as Christians simply conform to the scriptures of the New Testament Bible. So when I say that the Catholic Church, by adding their rule, saying that men could not marry if they were priests, by making that a rule, went against the Bible, which says a man is free to marry or not marry. And thereby, they set up a haven for homosexuals to be priests. And often, those who are unmarried men are the ones who are the child abusers. We have seen that over and over So you're suspicious when you see that unmarried man. What is he doing in his time? Some are eunuchs and are made that way by other men. Some are eunuchs. They were born that way from the womb. And some are eunuchs because they have made themselves separate for the gospel. So it is certainly possible that can happen. Paul is an example of that. But when you forbid priests to marry, you add to the Bible and create a place where often there are problems, as we have seen demonstrated in various countries in the Catholic Church with their record of child abuse. Can a homosexual be saved? Can a lesbian be saved? Yes, if a homosexual or lesbian sees the written word of God, the Holy Bible, New Testament, acknowledges the sin of homosexual lesbian and does not continue to do homosexual or lesbian acts, that person can be saved. But those who say they were just born that way, there is an answer for them. Jesus gave it in Mark chapter 10. From the beginning of creation, God created them male and female. According to Romans chapter 1, God turned them over to do vile affections because they worshipped the created more than the creator. They worshipped the mountain more than they did the creator of the mountain. Now, Peter was married and had children, but Paul chose not to marry. And we read in 1 Corinthians 7 about Paul choosing not to marry. He said to be able to attend upon the Lord without distraction, however a man is free to marry. 
In 1 Corinthians 9, verse 5, Paul says, Have we not power to lead about a sister, a wife, as well as other apostles? And as the brethren of the Lord and Peter? Paul chose not to marry. And Paul spoke of it in 1 Corinthians 7. Paul says, starting at verse 6, But I speak this by permission and not of commandment. For I would that all men were even as I myself, but every man hath his proper gift of God, one after this manner and another after that. I say therefore to the unmarried and widows, it is good for them if they abide even as I. But if they cannot contain, let them marry, for it is better to marry than to burn. Verse 17, But as God hath distributed to every man, as the Lord hath called every one, so let him walk, and so I ordain in all churches. Is any man called being circumcised? Let him not be come uncircumcised. Is any called in uncircumcision? Let him not be circumcised. Circumcision is nothing, and uncircumcision is nothing but the keeping of the commandments of the Lord. One for Old Testament, one for New Testament. Let every man abide in the same calling wherein he was called. Art thou called being a servant? Care not for it. But if thou mayest be made free, use it rather. For he that is called in the Lord, being a servant, is the Lord's freeman. Likewise also he that is called, being free, is Christ's servant. Ye are bought with a price, be not servants of men. Brethren, let every man wherein he is called therein abide with God. Now concerning virgins, I have no commandment of the Lord, yet I give my judgment as one that hath obtained mercy of the Lord to be faithful. I suppose, therefore, that this is good for the present distress. I say that it is good for a man so to be. Art thou bound to a wife? Seek not to be loosed. Art thou loosed from a wife? Seek not a wife. But and if thou marriest, thou hast not sinned. And if a virgin marry, she has not sinned. Nevertheless, such shall have trouble in the flesh, but I would spare you. But I say this, brethren, the time is short. It remaineth that both they that have wives be as though they had none, and they that weep as though they wept not, and they that rejoice as though they rejoiced not, and they that buy as though they possessed not, and they that use this world as not abusing it, for the fashion of this world passeth away. But I would have you be without carefulness. He that is unmarried careth for the things that belong to the Lord, how he may please the Lord. 
But he that is married careth for the things that are of the world, how he may please his wife. There is a difference also between a wife and a virgin. The unmarried woman careth for the things of the Lord, that she may be holy in both body and spirit. But she that is married careth for the things of the world, how she may please her husband. And this I speak for your own profit, says Paul, not that I may cast a snare upon you, but for that which is comely, and that ye may attend upon the Lord without distraction. But if any man think that he behave himself uncomely toward his virgin, if she pass the flower of her age, and need so require, let him do what he will, he sinneth not, let them marry. Nevertheless, he that standeth steadfast in his heart, having no necessity, but hath power over his own will, and hath so decreed in his heart that he will keep his virgin doeth well. So then he that giveth in marriage doeth well, but he that giveth not in marriage doeth better. That's in verse 38. The translators added a word to that verse which changes the meaning of that verse. But they put the word in italics so you can read it in the King James Version and see that the translators added this word. They added the word, her. So he that giveth her in marriage doeth well, but he that giveth her not in marriage doeth better. That word her was twice added by the translators in verse 38. You will see it in the King James Version marked in italics and often with parentheses around it, showing the translators added this. But really, verse 38 reads as follows. So then he that giveth in marriage doeth well, but he that giveth not in marriage doeth better. According to the Bible, a minister is free to marry or may choose not to marry. Thank you for allowing me to share this with you today.